When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And joining us now to discuss all of this is former NYPD Commissioner Howard Safer. Howard, what's your reaction when you hear, you know, Governor Hochul saying that it's basically a conspiracy, uh, that crime is a factor in New York? I don't know what reality she's living in, but it's certainly not what's really happening. I mean, she's living in the fantasy world. The fact is crime is out of control in New York. Innocent people are being targeted, both in subways, on the street, random shootings. Uh, I think what she said is really irresponsible. Why do you think there is this disconnect? And it seems to be sort of like a theme going on with a lot of Democrats that, oh, you know, they're just making up crime, that Republicans are making up crime. Are they hoping that if they say that it's a conspiracy or it's made up that maybe people won't pay attention to it? But how can they not when it's on, you know, so many streets of New York and elsewhere around the country? Well, you know, it's, it's the big lie. It's the fact these people are married to these leftist liberal programs like no bail and not violating any parole people and no stop and frisk. And because they're married to it, when they see that their views are a total failure, they just want to deny what is fact. I mean, you can't can't deny the numbers, and the numbers are outrageous. You know, she says basically data deniers, which is why it's so amazing, because as you point out, and you know the numbers, you know, even better than I do by far, Howard, I mean, crime is up 31 percent in New York. And and yet she wants us to sort of believe it's not even there. And in fact, there was that moment in the debate last week uh, with Lee Zeldin, who's running against her. And he kept saying, you know, why won't you say, you know, criminals should be held accountable? She kept dodging the question. And then finally, she said to him, you know, I don't know why that's so important to you, basically. Uh, Why do you think it's so important? And that line, of course, made tons of headlines because it's important to so many people. What did you think when you heard that she made that remark sort of like, you know, why, why do you care about crime and why do you care about, you know, repercussions for criminals? Well, you know, it's just like the Democrats are doing all over the country. They're denying crime. They're trying to make, you know, which is an important issue, but not not the major issue that people care about. They're trying to make abortion the issue instead of crime and the economy and inflation, which is really what people are concerned about. And, you know, she's denying it because she knows that what she backs is a failure and that people are not going to respond to it. So rather than uh, respond with facts, she just says it doesn't exist. And that's, you know, that, that's like going down a rabbit hole. How different do you think things would be if Lee Zeldin were to be elected? He has clearly said from day one he would fire soft-on-crime DA Alvin Bragg. Yeah, I think it would be a huge positive thing for New York and for the country because uh, Lee Zeldin understands what needs to be done with crime. He would support the NYPD. He would support legislation in Albany that would help the PD as opposed to Hochul, who supports legislation that restricts and harms the NYPD. 
you know, they keep talking, um, Hochul's team, guns, guns, guns. And that seems to be the common thread um, with Democrats across the country. They won't talk about locking up the offenders and making sure they pay the price. And in fact, even Kathy Hochul in the debate was like, well, yeah, there'll be consequences. It was so sort of nebulous. That was the toughest thing she even said after it was sort of forced out of her. Um, Do you believe they are so clearly missing the mark by everything is guns, 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 um, whether they're legal or illegal guns? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the sad fact is there are 350 million guns out out on the street in this country. And if tomorrow we banned all guns, there'd still be plenty of weapons available to criminals. So you have to deal not with the weapons, you have to deal with the criminals. And you have to make sure that they don't get the guns. And if they do that and they commit a crime, they get put in jail, Not no bail. And why are they so soft on criminals? Why do you think it is, Howard? What is, what is it driving them politically to avoid answering that? I think they believe in that they're wrong. I think they believe that their political base uh, wants them to be soft on crime. But, you know, I remember I did 76 town hall meetings when I was commissioner, most in underserved communities. And so I heard from the various uh, minority groups, was we want more police officers because we want our families protected. So they're, they're just missing the point completely. And everybody, we're talking to former NYPD Commissioner Howard Safer here on the Rita Cosby Show. Um, you know, Commissioner, what about also the PBA, which is one of the police unions? Uh, they gave $25,000 to the Hochul campaign. There are a lot of people, a lot of police officers who are saying, what? Why would you do that? Well, I have a very different take on this. Uh, you know, first of all, as everybody I'm sure knows, the PBA is not the NYPD. The PBA is a union. And Pat Lynch, who is a the president of the PBA and has been for a very long time, is very politically astute, and this is the way I think he's thinking. If Lee Zeldin gets elected, he's not going to be soft on crime, whether he got a donation from the NYPD or not, uh, from the PBA or not. Whereas if Hochul continues in office, they're going to need to court her to get more laws passed that help the NYPD with salaries and benefits, because that's what the union is, is about. And what the PBA has done for many years, and it used to track me a little crazy, is they would go to Albany and they would get laws passed that would benefit the police officers for wages and certain activities that wouldn't necessarily been within the budget or things that we could do. And they would get legislators in Albany who had no stake in New York and were not from New York to pass these laws that affected New York by giving them money. So I think that's the strategy here. So sort of hedging their bets, if they will, just to try to have uh, good graces with both, if you will, because they know that Lee Zeldin's going to do it, support police, and maybe try to curry favor with her. Because it's interesting, a lot of officers are really, really upset um, about that donation. and And I understand that. But I think the strategy that Lynch is using is is one that's worked for him before. And if Hochul does get elected, it'll put him in good graces with the existing governor. And as I said, if Lee Zeldin gets elected, he's going to support the NYPD no matter what. Right, because he's made it very, very clear uh, that he supports uh, the men and women in the blue 
big, big time. Yep. Um, before I let you go, um, Howard Safer, this is so sad. A corrections officer um, at Rikers was stabbed 15 times inside Rikers Island. Um, he's said to be, thank goodness, in stable condition. But what are your thoughts just about how tough it is uh, to be in law enforcement these days, whether you know, you're know you a cop on the beat, uh, on the street, or you're in Rikers Island? It's There's just such this utter disrespect for law enforcement. It is. It's a tragedy. And, you know, the corrections officers are probably the most unappreciated law enforcement officers out there. Uh, they day-to-day deal with the worst of the worst. And, you know, my view, Rikers Island has not been properly run for many years. And if it was properly run, we wouldn't have had, I think there's been eight deaths there this year. And uncounted numbers of attacks on law, law, correction officers. And, you know, that, that just shows me that the administration that is running that place does not have it under control. Yeah, 1,000 um, percent. And it's also just an important reminder of just how risky and how dangerous it is uh, for those corrections officers and also for all law enforcement everywhere. Every single day right now, it is such a tough, tough climate to be in. Uh, Howard, thank you very much. Always great to get your perspective, especially about this really important issue, because I think crime, especially in the state of New York, is forefront. And it's in the forefront really across the country on so many states. Um, and I think Democrats are missing the mark by not paying attention to what we all see right in front of us. Absolutely. You know, it, it's there really is a blue line that is the difference between people live, living their lives with in peace and chaos. And the way the Democrats are going right now, they're heading towards chaos. And that is scary for all of us, big, big time. Howard, thank you very much. Former NYPD Commissioner Howard Safer, thank you so much. Good to be with you, Reed. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.